Welcome to Thuggin' It Out with your girl Brash and Shawnee Louise. And I would like to take this moment to make the obvious statement that out of the two of us, I am the thug in Thug It Out. There's no side eye. I am the thug. Mm. I will shank a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) I'll put her down. (laughs) (laughs) With my words, man. Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) You are the thuggish, ruggish. What? I'm the thuggish, ruggish bunch. It's not even bunch. It's bone. The word is bone. We are weird, so... First of all, speak for yourself. I I am very normal, depending upon who else is in the room. The fact that you looked over off into the distance when you said that just solidified it for me. Why is she coming for me so early? (laughs) So, hey guys. Uh, (laughs) Today we're talking about communication styles. Um... So there are four communication styles? Yes, there's four communication styles. So, and they range, right? It's like a spectrum, if you will. Yes, spectrum. Um, <laughs> so there's there's passive, which is like you're emotionally dishonest. You're, you're considered, right, if you are passive. Mm-hmm. Emotionally dishonest. You don't really tell how you feel. Um, you're very apologetic, self-denying almost, and um, indirect. And then you have passive aggressive, which is, yes, again, those things that are described as passive. So that indirect style of communication at first, you can be self-denying, like, oh, my God, what what happened, right? And then that aggressive piece comes out where it is, like, you enhance yourself at the expense of other people around you. Hmm. Um, and then we go into an aggressive, so dropping that passive <laughs> and getting more aggressive, which is, like, you're inappropriately honest. Yes. Like, bluntly honest, boldly. Yes. Um, there's blaming, there's attacking, you're extremely direct. Um, you, you try to kind of control the narrative to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of this, uh, which I don't really know where it would fit on the spectrum, is assertive. So the fourth type of communication style is assertive. You are honest in, in an appropriate way. Um, okay. Direct. Self-enhancing. It's considered to be self-confident. You're empathetic to others around you. So while passive-aggressive and aggressive um, communication styles are at the expense of others, assertive is taking others into consideration, and then communicating. But still not being movable. Correct. Okay. Correct. So what style do you absolutely not work with? <laughs> um, passive. I cannot do passive people. <laughs> I cannot do passive people. Um, and I feel like that's... I don't understand how... I don't understand it. I really just don't. Like, if you're uncomfortable... Why not speak up? Even if it's in the, you know, in Because speaking own way. up is uncomfortable. And that makes sense. But I can't do it, boo. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. Yes. Working with passive people, because I feel like my communication style is more of, it could be, it could be passive aggressive, but it could also be assertive. And mm-hmm. I feel like for the way that I interact with passive people, they think that I am just full blown aggressive. And so it's just be like, mm, am I aggressive or are you just not speaking up? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, not that I'm taking up too much space, but it's just like, why aren't you taking up more space, right? Gotcha. Um, or even like this, sometimes I feel like passive people are, make them like, they're just, uh, 
They just let shit happen, and I just, I don't know how, I can't get behind that. Like, nah, nigga, you need to speak up. Like, you need to say something. So, it would be passive people. What about you? Here's the, here's the problem. Yeah. I fucking hate passive aggressive people. Mm. Like, nigga, don't sit there and look at me and be like, oh my God. <laughs> Why? Right, and then right. do some shit and be like, I didn't know. You <laughs> fucking knew. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that passive aggressive. Either be passive or be aggressive. Like, be make that decision. Aggressive. Be, be aggressive. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm mad that I know that whole thing. I was saying it in my head, like, be. E A G G R E S S I B E. I was a cheerleader. Woo! Uh, there you go. Give me a T. Girl, she's doing a Y right now. I did all of you know. She said, "Give me a T and put up a Y from the hey, YMCA." I was, I was not an athletic. Every time she all. does a T, she does this all the time because one of our students is all a cheerleader. And every time she says, "Give me a T," it's a different fucking letter. Hey, it's she just throws her arms and a leg out. What T leg, has yay. a bottom half? I don't understand. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> T-K-O. Okay, <laughs> that's all. Um, what was I saying? Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Yes. No, because at least like with passive people, like you're gonna be quiet, you're gonna be shy, blah blah blah. That's fine. With aggressive people, you're rude. That's fine. But don't stand in the mm. corner and be rude. So Nigga, stand up. So you like people like you give me what you give me type of thing. Like, yeah, so I can decide how to maneuver. Okay. Because my issue with passive aggressive people, and I've experienced this a lot in my life. Um, my issue with passive aggressive people is when you are being aggressive, I feel crazy <sighs> because I feel like I'm the only one seeing your aggression. Okay. Okay. I can see that. So then I'm just like, no, this per- like he or she keeps doing X, Y, and Z. And everybody's like, no, but she's so sweet. But they're so quiet. Yeah. No, but they're a bitch. They're like, bitch. I just, just like with um, a specific individual, I thought at, at, I thought I was the only one who thought this person was crazy. Yeah. And, for, and, th- and that's where the passive aggressive thing came in because you even said that, like, you respected my point of view on that individual. Mm-hmm. But you didn't see any of what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's some fucking passive aggressive shit because yeah. now I just look like I'm complaining about the nicest person. <laughs> yes. And you're not the nicest person. That makes sense. Yes. So yes. I can't do passive aggressive. I need you to be passive. I need you to be aggressive. I need you to be assertive. I need you to be loud and whoever you are. That mm-hmm. way I can decide whether or not I'm walking in that room. Hello. That part right there. Stand in your, stand in your whatever your is. Like stand in you, baby. <laughs> I say all that to say I don't have a middle ground. What do you mean you don't have a middle ground? I am either... Passive, aggressive, or assertive. But I feel like my assertive comes across very aggressive. Okay, I could I could see you feeling the way. Like, I could see you feeling like your assertive can be aggressive. I would just say I've never experienced you being aggressive. Okay. Outside of that one episode that we will not speak of. <laughs> the one that never happened. <laughs> but, um... Damn, a middle ground? I didn't even think about that. I don't think I have a middle ground. Like, I'm either like, no, it's okay, I'm going to shut up. Or it's like, bitch, listen to me. Like, I don't have, even, like, I don't have a middle, like, even, and it's it's interesting because I am friends with a lot of assertive people. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, why would you let that happen? Why would you do this? You need to speak up on this and that and the other. And in my head, I'm like, but I didn't think that was a problem. No, that's real. I didn't think that this was an issue or that was an issue. And then I went... Here's what it is. When I am assertive, I feel aggressive. Yes. I've been a passive person for so long Mm -hmm. that when I am assertive, it Mm -hmm. feels aggressive. It's kind of like that leaning in situation that you were explaining to me the other day. You mean your leaning back situation where you're sitting up? Hey, Hey. glass half empty or glass half full? Hey, you got water. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what he paid attention to. Whether yeah, the glass is half empty or half full, you got something in that glass. Right, okay? right, right. Um, Quenching the thirst. But yeah, that's what it is. Being assertive is new to me. And so being assertive feels aggressive. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. And I, and I could relate to a certain extent, especially like understanding the transition from being passive to being more assertive. And mm-hmm. it could be, and, it, and a lot of times for black women specifically, right? It's yes. labeled as aggressive. We're black women, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if we say that every episode. We're black. I mean, we're also thugging it out. Like, uh, I'm a thug. Y'all heard it. It's, it's no, recording. No, 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 baby. No, no, she no. said I'm a thug. I did not. You heard it. When you edit this episode, <laughs> we'll see. I'm just going to take a clip. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's oh going to be the, the computer. It's going to be, be like, you right? are, you are a thug. See, said it. Crasher. <laughs> Crasher said. I'm so done. <laughs> Um, but no, that transition from like a, like a, uh, what am I trying to say? Passiveness to assertiveness can mm-hmm. be very challenging, but also it's mislabeled. I feel like it's, we are so mislabeled as being aggressive all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even when I am calmly, right? Because I think that's something that I mastered. It's not even that I'm not, it's not even that I have a middle ground per se. It's just that <laughs> I approach certain conversations with a certain level of energy. Yes. And so... Even if I'm calmly like, okay, cool, that sounds great, but I don't want to do it. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, you're just and that right? feels aggressive to me. Mm-hmm. Like me saying, and I do this to my students, and I genuinely feel mean, but also students are here to take advantage of you in my mind. So I feel <laughs> like I'm okay being mean. But it's a lot of times where like I'll talk to my students, and they'll be like, well, can't I do just do this, this, and this? And I'll look at them, and I'll be like, mm-hmm. no. And they'll be like, but why not? Because I said no. Question. Like what? Do you feel like your no is a complete sentence? Yes, but I don't think anyone else believes my no is a complete sentence. So are you comfortable with standing in your no? Yes, but it makes me feel aggressive. <laughs> Why is your hand holding your head like that? Do you feel attacked when, right now? No. <laughs> um, no, I just feel like the second I tell you no and you question my no, now I feel like I'm aggressive. Because mm. I've had this, I've had to say no twice. That makes sense. Hey, can I have such and such and such and such? Or do you want to do this? No. Yeah. Well, couldn't you just? And then I do that. For y'all can't see us, but you know that eye dart when you tell someone no, and then they ask you again, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Does anybody Does else anybody... see this? Yeah, I do. I immediately do that eye dart and just yeah. be like, the f- "I, I said no." Yeah. But why can't you? Nick- Is no one hearing? Right, me? right, right. And at that point, because I feel, I feel aggressive. I mean, I could I couldn't completely understand that because at like at that point it's like you have to, it's like your no has to hold up in court at this point, right? Right, right. but I don't want to go to court. Let's settle out. Facts, fucking <laughs> facts. Okay, but especially if it's not black lady court. Okay. Hey, black lady courtroom. <laughs> um, shout out to black lady sketch show. By the yes, way, yes, they're coming back with another season. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be old news by the time this comes facts, out. No facts, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna be watching it once once this episode airs too. Um, but no, there, there's a certain like level of, there's an added layer of energy, I will mm-hmm. say, that, that is used behind explaining your no. Mm-hmm. And the, for a good, I think a lot of like, um, a lot of people are not comfortable with hearing no. Correct. So it makes communicating it just that much harder. But also like, I feel like I'm trying to get into the habit of not explaining my no. Like, first of all, I'm a grown ass woman. Who are you to check me? Thank you. And then it's just like. 
I said no. And then, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, now at this point, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what the cards are on the table. Like, oh, you going, what you going to do? Because you mm-hmm. can't beat me. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't, me. what you can't do is fight me, boo. Okay. See, that's so. my thing. Being a small woman, I love being like, you can't beat me. Because my kids will be like, yes, I can, baby. How you going to see me? You don't look down here Hello. very often. <laughs> Hello. Hello. If you did, you see your pants down here. Time, I'll, I'll duck out from behind the kid. Bop. Duck right back. You'll never see me in the I hallway. I can't. No, but then I think that's a real conversation. So, okay. My question to you is, how would you, uh, or what, what event or incident, right, mm-hmm. um, made you communicate the way that you do? And, and you described yourself as being, you described yourself as being assertive, I do believe. <laughs> uncomfortably assertive um (laughs) what made me be this way i'm gonna say dating for 500 okay dating Dating for for 500 500, alex we'll take that one um (laughs) and i say that because and i think you and i have had this cup i think you're the only person i talk to (laughs) we did (laughs) how many times is the question (laughs) we had this conversation about choosing and not just Mm, being chosen and i learned in choosing that i need to know exactly what i want and i need to not move on that Mm. i used to be oh you want me to do this cool i'll do that you want me to adjust my hair you want me to not do this like you know i had the opportunity to study abroad in london for a semester for free because my scholarship covered it right right i didn't go because the boyfriend that I had at the time told me, "That's too far. You're gonna be too long. <laughs> You're gonna be there too long. Yeah. Our relationship isn't gonna make it." Mind you, red flag, red flag. Mind <laughs> you, flag on the play, damn it. This nigga went to school thirty minutes from me, but told me that was too far. Okay, let me get closer to the mic. <laughs> this nigga lived thirty minutes from me and told me. That driving 30 minutes was too much to do more than once a month. I'm sorry. Nigga, you probably drive more than 30 minutes to go home at this point. He he was on campus. My, no, we went like to, home, yeah, but, home, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, he absolutely did. Right. Because um, I went to school in North Carolina and home was here in Georgia. Um, <laughs> but 30 minutes was too far for him to drive more than once a month Get to come life. see me. And when I offered to drive to him, he was like, oh, no, don't waste your gas doing that. Why are we talking? Why are we talking, bruh? But anywho, we're talking about going to say but I'm, for the, but I'm saying like yeah. it was that situation and like the situation of like, well, couldn't you just change your hair? Mm-hmm. Couldn't you just do this and do that and do mm-hmm. this? And then I was just like, no. And then the fact that no became a conversation. Yeah. And oh, then I became upset with myself it. because my no was not a sentence. Yes. My no was a was a maybe. Let's talk about that, though, because I feel like with, I mean, and it's probably, okay, whoa, words. Let's finish sentences, <laughs> you would tell me. So, um, I heard you say two things. I heard you said, my no became a conversation and I was mad with myself. Yes. And then I also heard you say, damn it, I, got, I lost it that fast. Um, it's going to come back. My no became a maybe. Your no became a maybe. So, I, I because I feel like as women, right, um... We tend to engage in a conversation after the complete sentence has been formed, you yes. know, formulated and shared. Like, mm-hmm. no. Oh, well, what, do, 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 do. Oh, well, hold on. What? Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We don't give the Ike Turner look like we should. Yes. Turn that bob around, baby. <laughs> but also, um, why would you be upset with yourself? Because you had no 
you didn't really facilitate that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like you gave your complete sentence. It could have ended there. Why would you take that out on yourself? Because it was it was never a complete sentence. I almost always said no, knowing that I was going to change my mind because it was more important for you to be Mm. happy than for me to be okay with what's going on. The intent. The intent behind your no. There was none. There was none. The the no had no strength to it. Yeah. Interesting. And it's, I think it's very interesting that in a lot of situations when a woman says no, it's a conversation, but when a man says no, it's no. And there's not not even, there's silence. And then (laughs) what I hate is when I tell you no, you try to convince me, I either end the conversation, say no again, or put more bass in my voice, Mm -hmm. because I got bass. Put more bass in my voice. And then all of a sudden it becomes, why are you so angry? Mm -hmm. I'm not angry yet. Hello. I am not angry yet. I'm, I'm, you didn't hear me the first time. So I'm speaking up to make sure you hear me this time. No, that's real. No. Oh, <laughs> not you're yelling at me. Who's? And that's another thing. You know, and I'm sure they know at this point, I'm loud. Yeah. It's natural. I'm not always yelling at you. Hello, say that. I'm not. Pe- Why are you yelling at me? I'm not even raising my voice yet, boo. Hello. You You haven't even got anger. I am projecting. <laughs> Okay. And I feel like that definitely comes from what I consider the the fragility of the male ego. The fragility it is the most sensitive of thing male. In the world. It's the most like you could just you could stroke it gently or you can like demolish it with one word, right? And it's just like you're so used to you have such an entitlement to this word, yes, sure, okay, baby. Like, you know, all of mm-hmm. these different affirmative statements that when you don't get one, it's like, Well what? What the fuck? You know what I think that is? I think that goes back to the general concept that women are supposed to be submissive. Yeah. But first of all, you don't have to submit to every nigga. You shouldn't submit to every You shouldn't nigga. submit to every nigga. <laughs> and also, you have to be strong enough for me to feel comfortable submitting to. Boop, 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 I used boop. to be in this mentality where it's like, I'm never going to submit to somebody. Oh, yeah, same here. Same here. But I'm currently in a situation where I feel comfortable submitting because I know if I step back, I'm still protected. No, no, no. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> she tried to whisper. I definitely tried to whisper. What did you say, I though? I don't remember what I said. I think she said her, too. Oh, that's, that's okay. Crazy. When I edit this, You're gonna I am... You're going to that louder? <laughs> I'm going to put it right here. Hold on. That dead space? <laughs> I'm going to put it right there, and I'm going to play it back, and oh I'm going to make it as loud gosh. as fucking possible. Uh, so instead of... It's going to be me too. And you better, wait, you better <laughs> put a little beat behind it though too. I'm, I'm here for me it. Too. Mm, 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 mm. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm a strong woman. And so yes. I need to know that when I step back. Um, or sit down, right? Or sit down. Niggas get tired. Or walk, or go take a nap. You know what I'm saying? I need to know that I'm protected. And <laughs> yes, I'm currently yes. in a situation where I'm aware of the fact that if I need a break, there's someone else who's willingly going to take up the slack. Yes. Without me even having to ask. Right. For no, it. that's a real thing. Um, that's a real thing. Um, so when someone's <laughs> dealing with you, mm. what is your preferred communication style? Assertive. Why? I would I would prefer you to be assertive. What do you mean like dealing okay, so I'm assuming that dealing is like friendships and like platonic and romantic. Yes. Um, I enjoy assertive people because A, I'm not really interested in making 
decisions all the time. <laughs> so if you're like, hey, you want to that, 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 and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, what's the plan? And you don't have a plan, I'm not going to do it. She's talking about me. <laughs> but it's also no because you'd be like what's the plan I'd be like eh, show up right we'll figure it out as we go no baby I'm just sitting at home for this okay I'm just, I'm sitting at home in my sweatpants watching, watching Bob's Burger okay um, but no like even in dating right and I had to tell a couple I had to tell men this um, because well because men is all that I've entertained thus far mm-hmm. but like I, she if, just said she might change her mind. <laughs> I mean, hey, if the right sexy woman came along yeah. and changed my mind, because girl, give it a some chance. of these, some of these studs be cute. I ain't even gonna lie uh, to probably, you. Probably this is a this is a total different conversation. But I think I would probably be more of a lipstick lesbian. Oh no! Give me all that. Give I me mean, all that masculine energy with a vagina. Well, no, or a woman who can like who has that duality, who can do both. Like we would both be able to do both. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bruh. Anywho. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, so I think I, I definitely enjoy assertive souls just because, A, I don't, like I mentioned, I can't, I don't do passive very well. Mm-hmm. Like if I can run over you, I don't like that. That just creates an unhealthy mixture and yes. I don't, I'm not here for it. Yes. Because um, I know myself and I'll be like, oh, so you just going to. Not say nothing. The way she just looked me up and down, <laughs> y'all, sorry. in that break. But- the way you go look up and down. <laughs> but then, like understanding passive aggressive, uh, passive aggression, and how you mentioned, like you know, being in the corner, you know, like you know, doing whatever you're gonna do. I've recently, and while I did hear everything that you told me when you were talking about this, you know, person, I've recently had an encounter with it. And when I tell you it's not for me, baby, because I'm I am assertive. I can be aggressive when provoked, right? And so, um, if if like I I would enjoy entertaining assertive energy because again I can be aggressive when provoked. And for me, provoked means tiddly tattling with my loved ones, right? Tiddly tattling. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> what the fuck is a tiddly tattling? <laughs> so, like, for example, I remember getting into a little, a tiff, a almost, a almost fight. It was a fight. <laughs> a tiff and almost fight, we fought. It's fine. <laughs> well, more so, I put my hand. I, I've ended up putting my hands on people because they've said something crazy or did something crazy to my loved ones, right? And so, for me, that was me being aggressive. That was yes. me like, look, nigga, like now you got me mad and now I'm about to beat your ass mm-hmm. type shit, right? But also understanding like if we are assertive and if you can communicate with me like directly and, and give me that expectation, let me and then let me decide if I'm gonna meet it or not, right? Mm-hmm. So relationship wise, both platonic and romantic, I need somebody who's assertive. I need you I need to know that when you stand up, like you know what I'm saying, like you wanna be heard and all these other things, but without being oppressive in that situation yes. too like don't just expect me to submit just because you are this person i don't give a fuck who you are she doesn't i really don't i really don't you, you know who daughter i am money like really she's <laughs> a brasher girl i am a brasher but also raised by latasha denise mcgall rather she Ooh, not latasha hey. the second you said your mom first name you was good <laughs> She, do she not don't play. fight me. She do, she do <laughs> Sorry not to any play. Latashas that are really nice out there. <laughs> her mama be, thug. Her mama is a straight gangster. So. Wait, no, I didn't say that, ma'am. Because oh you told God. me no, you're not a thug. She, I'm sorry. She's, she's not that. No, I mean, she could be very sweet. Because, I mean, even in that, right? My mom is very assertive, but with an aggressive. She's aggressive with an assertive hint, like tint. Okay. So she has this way of 
do what I say when I say do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like all black mothers have. Yes. But also, like, do what I say when I say do it. And she you know, she will come back with it assertively if she needs to. Yes. But most times she won't. It, it's like, okay, now I'm about to beat your ass. Two things. One, I think that the reason why black mothers come with that do what I told you when I told you to do it goes, and I hate to do this. Goes all the way back to slavery. Post-traumatic um, slave syndrome. Because yes. it's that concept of, like, if you don't do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it the way I told you to do it, you gonna get beat or killed yeah, or sold. So I mode. need you to do what the fuck I told you to do Survivor's and I need you to do it now. Um, I had another question that popped up in my head. Okay. And that question was, what do you consider, what does effective communication look like to you? Mm. <sighs> Such a loaded question. Where do I begin? Oh my gosh. Um, effective communication. I feel like it's communicating in a space where you want to be heard, but you can also listen. Okay. So not just saying what you want to say and leaving the room, Mm -hmm. right? Not just saying what you want to say and expecting people to just eat it up, right? It's like, it's an actual back and forth. It's an actual, like, this is what I think. How do you feel about it? Let's come to a common ground. Um, That's the intent behind it. But then there's also that directness, right? There's no beating around the bush. There's no, I don't know, like, no, nigga, you knew because you started the fucking conversation now. What you want to say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just, there's just the space to be calm, right? I think calmness is a very important piece of communication that people don't tap into enough. Mm-hmm. Because, and I've had to learn this the hard way, right? Um, I don't, I don't, I, when I am responding from a space of anger, which, again, yes. we both know, and we've had this conversation of being a secondary emotion. Yes. All you see is my anger. Mm-hmm. All you gather, all you hear, all you take away from that conversation is my anger. You don't really know how I'm feeling. You don't really know the root of the problem. You can't really effectively understand what is going on because you're just blinded by anger, right? The person mm-hmm. who is speaking or communicating and the person who's in that conversation with yes. you. And so I feel like, A, you need to be calm to effectively communicate. You need to be direct or at least know what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sometimes words don't come out. Right. But mm-hmm. also understanding like, OK, but this is what I'm trying to do. Um, and then I feel like it, it needs to be even, even in that directness. It needs to be the person who can do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fuck like don't fucking go to HR about some shit that you, like my pencil fell on the floor. You know, what I, I don't know. Yeah. That was a horrible example. But like little shit, like go to the person who can actually do something about it and then be open to not being agreed with. I feel like that's the biggest thing for me. Like communication doesn't mean effective communication doesn't mean I get you to agree with me or come to my side of the stance or now you're conforming to my thoughts. It's just, hey, let me just put this on the table. You can pick it up if you if you want to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, that's fine. And me being OK with walking away from that conversation, understanding that you didn't want to pick it up if you didn't want to. Yeah. Right. I think that's the biggest that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I've been in conversation even with my ex. Like he used to, he used to go off, sis. Like. He would get so upset because I would cut him off. But I would tell him, like, you are overloading me with information, and I'm just trying to digest it. So me cutting you off is trying to, like, like give it to me in chunks. Yes. Well, no, I'm just going to do, 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 Like, you know, okay, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to I be checked out this. a long time ago, yeah. A hell of a long time ago. Like, you, you explained in football to me. I don't play sports. You draw circles and sticks on the board. I don't know what this is. <laughs> just like, it was like those things, right? Um... I've been in conversation with people who who think they want to hear what you have to say and they don't. Right. And it doesn't happen and they don't know it until you start speaking. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to, oh, well, why are you so quiet? Because you don't 
we're not, we're not here, yeah. baby. We're not here. You're talking to yourself. We're not having a conversation. Exactly. So, yeah. It made me think. think of, that made me think. Of, it made me think. Try those words again. You weren't saying sentences. I'm not saying I words. Can I just say that I love the fact that you made that turkey gobble Because <laughs> I tried the word two times and it didn't it work. Made me tink, think, tink. Because <laughs> I said think and then my brain was like, no, we're still wrong. No, we're not. Stop it. It's um, okay. It, was speaking it made me think of two more things. One, I was listening to, damn, I just forgot who the who the <laughs> singer was. I want to say it was Kelly Rowland, but I don't know if that's accurate. Mm. But she was doing an interview and she was talking about the fact that someone had come up to her and said, like, can I take a photo with you? Mm-hmm. And she said, not right now. Yes. And she went and did whatever she needed to do. And at the end, the person wasn't there. No, it was a comedian who was talking about it. Okay. It was, um, was it Dave Chappelle? No, 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 no. It was uh, Molly from Insecure. Okay, okay. Yvonne Orji. She said that she was heading up to go do a set and this woman asked her to do a, a photo or whatever and she didn't do it and then she used it as like an example or whatever later. And it was the concept that if you ask me, and I feel like this goes into communication, if you ask me a question, a yes or no question, mm-hmm. and you don't like that I tell you no. Right. You weren't asking me a question. You were telling me what you want me to do. Yes, in the question format. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, can we take a picture? No. Well, how rude. You're disrespectful. No, 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 no. You, you gave me yeah. an option. Yeah, exactly. And you don't get to be mad that my, the option didn't go the way that you wanted. And that's it. What you should have said is take this picture. And I was going to like, hey, I- It still would have been no. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but then I would have actually been. Um, <laughs> Hello, that part. Give me an opportunity to just shut up. So there was, and I think one of my pitfalls when it comes to effectively communicating is I, and I know that this comes from traumas and trigger. Jesus Christ. It's the turkey for me. That's, yes. It's my tongue like turkey resetting. Turkey for dinner. <laughs> it comes from traumas and triggers. Yes. Um, The fact that. I feel the I need you to at the very least understand where I'm coming from. Yes. I don't need you to agree with me. I don't need you to think I'm smart. Right, right. I need you to know. I need you to understand how I came to this conclusion. I need you to understand how I thought this was the right decision. Yes. And what frustrates me is when people continue talking, and I'm just like, but do you do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't. It doesn't even matter. No, it does because once you. Once you look at me and you're like, okay, because I've said it. I say it to my students. I feel like I've said it to you at some point. I say it to plenty of people. No, I, I completely understand how you got to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. It's still dumb. But now I right, know how right. you got there. Your so process. hopefully we can avoid that ridiculous choice next time. Yeah. Because I think that's the biggest thing in communication. It's just understanding where the person is coming from, what they're trying to say. Even if the person is mad, like, Okay, why are you mad? You're mad because you felt disrespected. Well, what happened that made you feel disrespected? Mm-hmm. They said this, this, and this. Why does that why does that equal right, disrespect right. for you? Right. And then under okay, so this okay, so maybe next time I won't use these words. Right? Yes. I was talking to someone and we were talking and I said, um, be careful. And they were like, No, don't don't give me that word. Hmm. And I was like, What's what's wrong with careful and they were like well when i was growing up my mom always told be careful here be careful be careful be careful hmm. um and it just became a thing that she said yes be careful not here's how you do it properly interesting not i'm gonna watch you and protect you it's be careful and so i've adjusted to like be um delicate hmm. 
Hmm. Um, and I found other synonyms because I understand that that's that's not a word that you like, and if that, that word is going to make you feel a way, I get. But that uh, that communication style was effective because I wanted to. Un- I understand where you're coming from, and yeah. it just it frustrates me when I'm talking to someone and they just walk off and I'm and they're like, "Why are you bringing it up?" Because I just need you to under. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Hmm. I promise I will stop being a record on repeat. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yes, I understood you 20 minutes ago. Okay, cool. We're done. That's it. So you're bringing up something really important that I think um, can enhance effective communication, and that is that internal conversation. Like you're mm-hmm. like what you described was guiding someone through their own conversation with themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that doesn't happen on a on a regular enough basis for yes. people to actually understand what communication is. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for me, a lot of times um, I find that people just want to be heard, and I'm I'm sitting here like nigga, yes. I'm tired of listening. <laughs> you gotta listen to yourself, like because at this point, like ah, ooh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I think I hear my mama calling me, like I gotta go, right? So it's just be like, mm, I would love to sit here and you know be the board that you bounce ideas off of. But I don't want to. Yeah. It's just like, so I feel like that's a very important piece of this I, this communication conversation. <laughs> like I did that. <laughs> but this communication conversation, because if you're not having conversations with enough to know who you are and how you process, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to understand or get to a level of understanding for anybody else. Yes. Um, Like it took me, it took my friend Michelle she does a similar thing that you do where she'll like, t- well, and, and some, and then some, but she will say the same thing over and over and over again. I'm like, yeah, I, I got it. I got you, boo. And you've said that to me. <laughs> yes. you like, you, you keep repeating yourself. Yes, yes. Because I'm saving you that breath, but it's also like. Right. But what you. it is is like, I repeat myself because I feel like mm-hmm. you have it. And and you'll be like, no, I got it. And I'll look at you and be like, but I need to say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary. Um, yeah. One thing that one of my friends and I have started doing um is asking like you know when you call and you try to dump on someone mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um just calling and being yes. like are you in a space to take this energy yes exactly like i'm about to dump i've had a trash day right, right, right. are you in a place where you can accept this right now no that's real. yes i am okay cool yeah then i have the space to do it because then if i'm in a bad space and now i'm taking on your negative energy and i'm not in a stable enough area mm-hmm. to hold on to your negative energy now we both fall in and I can't talk to you because you already down and you right, talked right, to me right. and brought me down. So now let's find somebody else to be in this pit. No, with that's us. real. And I think even that that just reminds me like the fact that misery loves company. It's not that misery loves company. I think that people are not communicative enough about where they are mm-hmm. to be able to. I mean, sometimes you got people who are being a little ratty and yes. being a little tech. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. Um, but I feel like with genuine people, with people who are genuinely good and genuinely um, want friendships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you're not like they, they have. I feel like they have to be assertive to a certain extent yes. because if you call me and even oh let me finish my sentence sorry if you're calling me and I'm like nah girl I can't like I would love to help you but I uh, I'm not in a place I can't, right now right or for me what I started to practice is not answering my phone yes because sometimes I'm just like no no nope, I don't even know what's wrong with me today but no <laughs> you know or leaving my phone upstairs while I'm downstairs watching TV at home or whatever um. But I feel like people are not, ha- again, having that conversation with themselves to be like, can I take on more energy? Mm-hmm. Can I not? And if I do, what is it going to look like for me? And is this person somebody who will actually help me in that space too, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, 
those are all like pieces that you need. You need all of those pieces for it to be working. As you were talking, my brain said, misery doesn't love company. Misery is just heavy. Yes. Yes. Say it again. And if everybody's carrying that heavy bag, ain't nobody moving quickly. Nobody's moving quickly. Nobody. But if I learn to put it down and then you learn to put it down, we can all get to where we need to be faster. Or even like pass the baton type of situation, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, because everybody's going to have a fucked up ass day at some point in their lives, right? Hopefully not all days, but like at some point. But it's like if you can find a tribe member, if you can find your your person, if you can or people, right? Yeah. Not okay, sorry. I had a brain situation going on. <laughs> but if you can find your person that will help you with the loads, like it's like Erica Badu's bag lady. Bag lady. Girl. And it just it just gave me perspective just now. Like it's like Erica Badu's bag lady. Like, yes. You have... You have too much stuff. You have too much stuff. Girl, you can't even get on the bus. <laughs> you can't even get on the bus, baby. They're not going to let you on. You're dragging all the Fuck bags. with these niggas going to say, you can't get on. You can't even yeah. go where you want to go because you can't go. It's going to take you too long. The bag's got to go, boo. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. And then she naming back, sandwich bag, shopping bag, like, nigga. <laughs> it don't, it don't matter what you wrap it up in, baby. It's, it's heavy. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this question, but I'm going to answer it first. <laughs> okay. Um... The question is like, what is an effective communications thing that you've learned? Say it again, please. What? Is, that's why I was going to answer it first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is something that ties into effective communication? Communication that you've learned. For example, I've I've hit this point in my life where I have learned to talk about my communication. Hmm. If we are in disagreement or if something is happening, I'll you. I've done this to you countless times. I spend entirely too much time with you. Um, <laughs> okay. Says the girl. Says the woman who started this podcast with me. That's <laughs> not the story I'm going to tell people. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you better not tell them that I held you hostage. You better That's not exactly that. what I'm telling <laughs> It's not true. You know she's a thug. I'm a little um, <laughs> I'm going to She's a gangster. <laughs> um, I've learned where stuff is happening, and you can see it in my face now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get overwhelmed and I just like slowly start shaking my head, like I, I can't, you're doing a lot. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> right. um, being able to express where I am mentally during that communication. Hmm. Like also if I'm in an, if I'm in a disagreement, cause I try not to get, it's not really arguments anymore. They're more, you know, uh, tense conversations. Mm. Um, but when I'm in, talking to someone, I'll just look at them and be like, I, I understand that you're upset and I'm upset and I know that we need to figure this out, but I'm not in a place to listen to you right now. Yes. I am not in a You can keep talking, but I promise you nothing that you're saying is getting through because I am angry. Yes. And being able to communicate where I am mentally so that way you can then make a choice. Because if you keep talking and then you get mad that, are you even listening to me? I told you I wasn't listening to right. you. I need you to give me time. Or... Why are you freaking out? I'm overwhelmed. We were in that meeting that one day and you looked at me and was like, hey, guys, we're going to go for a walk before our class starts Mm -hmm. because you watched me start internally freaking out. Right. Because there was just there was too much information. It's a lot. And then there were there's individuals in that meeting that I was just like, your voice keeps happening. And I, I can't. It was an overstimulation. And so the communication it's not a communication style, but the communication practice mm-hmm. that I have learned is effectively stating where I am mentally during our communication so that mm. way we can move forward in a productive manner. Got you. What is a communication practice that you've learned? 
Um, one communication practice that I have learned is to bring calm and understand or calm and understanding, yes, to the table. So for me and for the person, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, that looks like do what you need to do to calm down before you start, right? And it doesn't matter how long it takes, boo. (laughs) It could take you a day, three days, four days, like whatever you need to do. And in that time, it's really about self-care, like loving on myself enough to have the conversation or not, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's another. So so bringing calm and understanding, but also understanding that every conversation doesn't need to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's if it's going, I always, I don't know who said it. I don't know where I got this from. But if it's not going to matter in five years, I'm not spending five minutes on it, Bam. right? Like what's the point of me overloading myself or going through these, tenuous conversations with you if it ain't gonna it ain't gonna matter boo I'm mm-hmm. gonna <laughs> so uh, there's that so and then and then bringing a level of understanding to understand people's processes are different right like you were just mentioning your process and how you need to be understood um that's not the same for me so for me I'm, I'm fully okay with people walking away from conversations and not understanding what I was saying understanding what I mean or how I got there at all right um, but I, but I, when I'm having tense conversations, make sure I make space for people to show up in their true selves. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I also understanding like the way they show up is not me. So yes. they can show up and do, you know, show up for some people, <laughs> but that's not me. Um, and then even going back to that calm idea, I like to make sure I'm responding from a space that is centered. Right. Because I feel like for me and this is something that like I really had to talk about, talk about with my ex a lot. Words are heavy. Mm -hmm. Words are heavy. Words sit on the spirit. Words sit on your heart. Words sit in your brain like nobody's business for however long they want to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. However long you make space for them. And so a big part of having tense conversations, it's not that the conversation doesn't need to be had or you need to call on my feelings at all. It's just say it with direct intent, right? Yes. And ask yourself what, and and that's something too, like asking yourself, is what I'm about to say going to hurt or help? Mm -hmm. Because if it's going to help, I'll I'll say it. And I'll say it in a way that you can receive it. Yes. But if it's going to harm you, what the fuck is the purpose with that? Right? Like there's no point. I should just not. Um... But it was always a conversation of, like, you're too sensitive. And this, of course, was a gaslighting situation. But it was like, yeah, you're too sensitive. I got to watch what I say around you. I, I can't talk to you about everything. Okay. El- exactly. <laughs> so maybe you can't. Maybe you can't, boo. But at the end of the day, understand that it's not a, it's not me. You're making this de- decision now based on the fact that you interacted with me in a way that I don't appreciate. Right? Yes. So, so bringing your calm, bringing your understanding, and then just bringing your full self, like, I would never sit in a conversation that I felt uncomfortable with and not say anything about me feeling uncomfortable, right? Uh, for example, like I, I was triggered in, I was triggered two days by the same, I mean, I'm sorry, two times, times mm. in one day by, by the, the same, same person. person. And I, and in both conversations, I was okay. I hear you. I understand. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I'm not listening at this point. Mm-hmm. Full, full <laughs> disclosure, boo. Ears closed. Like, <laughs> what does it tell you? Um, and they continue to have the, you know, that one-sided conversation at me. Um, but I'm, I'm, I refuse. I, I re-fucking refuse to waste my time in a situation where I feel uncomfortable anymore. Like, I did it. I'm good. 
checked it off, like check that box off on my to-do list. I don't feel like it's necessary. So I try not to make, I try not to make that a thing when people are communicating with me. Like if I find, if I see uncomfort, I'm like, nope, you know what? Break. Let's mm-hmm. have a break. Let's do this. Let's go do something. Like if you, if you need space, let me know. Like if you don't want to have this conversation ever again. Like there's always an out. Two things. The second thing I'm going to need you to help me remember because it's something <laughs> I stole from you and I don't even remember what I stole. Uh, okay. Let me, the let me first thing is that individual. I've, I've never been triggered so many times Girl. by one person. Girl. I've never been so. We should have just named the Triggers and Traumas episode. Girl. <laughs> triggers and Traumas. Boom. <laughs> I've never been triggered so much by one yes. person in my life. Because you know the last interaction, I was ready to fight. Girl, I, I saw You it. jumped in and you was like, no, we're not going to do this. Girl. And in my head, I was like, bitch, say something. Because I'm going to do it. And I will lose my job. And I will get no, flowers. Baby, because at the end of the day, if you lose your job, bitch, I'm going to. We're out of this motherfucker I was, I was, I was ready. Because you saw me sit up and look like, say something. <laughs> like, don't bring that bad juju in my... Don't do it. Don't do it, boo. Talk to her because Hello. I'm done. Um... <laughs> Hello. But also, you taught me the some number of pillars of something. The, that you okay, do. <laughs> hold on now. Is it the four? The four? That the four agreements? There, yep. There are five, but the, that was the, the first book was the four. I don't I know why I'm saying that. The four, the, the pillars, pillars of something. something. But you knew what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. So. I mean, that's because we're linked. Like we are. Yes. Yeah. Um, so if yeah, you tell y'all that I held her hostage, it's a lie. How do you think I got this information? Girl, boo. You can at least tell she me that me I hostage. followed you home, which I do on occasion. How is that any better? I mean, that definitely was not better. I don't stalk her. I didn't hold her better. hostage. I just stalked her. Um, <laughs> until she gave in. And then I just uh, set up in some rooms. Right? You okay. claimed a room. Maybe. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's, go back. let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. So the four agreements. I forgot that quickly. It's okay. Um, the four agreements. I thought about that when you mentioned the fact that words are strong. Yes. Because... I did the four agreements in the beginning of my semester, and I remember talking to my students about the fact that words are more violent and more destructive mm. than physical abuses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because words last longer. Yes, yes. Your black eye will heal. Your broken bone will heal. Yes. Um, your bruise will go away. Right. But I am third. 29, 29, oh, motherfucker. almost did it, yes. I almost did it. And she looked me in the eye but like I almost, almost did I it. Because I heard it and I was like, oh, I am full, full. Okay, okay. I'm 29. Wait till it happened, though. 29 and I fine. I hope you'll back her on your birthday. <laughs> well, by the time this comes out, uh, I will be. We ain't going to talk about it because I was about to say something inappropriate. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm done. Um, and I'm still getting over words that were said to me when I was six Mm -hmm. and if they had broken my arm or if they had beat me those physical wounds would be fixed by now yeah but here we are 23 24 years later and I'm still (laughs) I almost be a math teacher um and I'm still healing from those wounds yes yes and Ooh, if 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 word based wounds can't get ripped open in half a second, you Baby. be having a good day and somebody say one word and you just be like, "Why you. am I six again? About to fight for my life!" Like at thirty, right? And you don't even like you was having a good day. Yes, yes. No, I've been talking to. It's funny that you've been. It's, so I usually open up my semester or my um, class with 
with the four agreements. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm, again, making space for my students to come in as they are, right? And then understanding that while they are coming into my classroom as they are, they are holding on to whatever they held. They bag ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my kids are bag ladies, whether they want to be or not, um, right? And that's like... Even, I mean, yes, they're bag ladies, uh, the metaphor of the archetypal, right, person. But um, I've been talking to them about verbal violence being mm-hmm. a thing. Like, you can, you can, like, I hate when the kids say this, but you can be somebody's 13th reason. You can be somebody's 13th reason. My kids say that, you're going to be my 13th reason. They and I hate all the time, it, right? Like it's, a joke. it's not. It's not because it's real. Like, I grew up. Not being able to call people stupid. Not being able to say, shut up. And my mom's reasoning was, you don't know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Don't put that out there. Don't say it at all. So it was like, oh, well, you nanny boo-boo. Like, it was just like. <laughs> you did call me that last week. And I was like, what? <laughs> so you find creative ways, of course. But the idea is like. That that verb like words, it's it's like that toothpaste activity. I don't know if you've ever done it. So I mm-hmm. taught elementary school. Squeeze it out, can't yeah. put it in. You can't put it back in. Once it's out, it's out, right? Mm-hmm. Once shit hits the fan, the fan is dirty. <laughs> like you can't get like, oh, you ain't gonna be able to get that shit smell out of the room. Even if you clean the fan, it's, <laughs> it's dirty. Still, right, shitty. Throw it away. Shitty. Because I mean, I'm assuming the shit hit the fan while the fan is on. But anyway, mm-hmm. like you cannot take words back, and so I try in my practice to be intentional with my words. Now, sometimes you just can't find the right word. That's mm-hmm. understandable. But also understanding, like, again, going back to that help or harm situation, like, is are my words going to help or harm in this moment to this person right now when I say it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then I, I think that definitely feeds into this idea of effective communication because at that point, you can be assertive still, but you can take somebody else's, con- like, emotional state into consideration before your own. Because yes. if your goal is just to get your words out, baby, you just being aggressive at that point. You're and you talk to yourself. And you talk to yourself. <laughs> there was something, I don't remember what you titled it, in the episode that never happened. Mm-hmm. When we finished it, we held a conversation and you said, thank you for something with me. Oh, storming. Storming. Can you explain what storming is? Yes. So I took a communications class in college. We were discussing the, like, process or the cycle of um, building relationships Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically looking at building relationships between men and women but you could also apply this to platonic relationships it didn't matter what type of relationship Um, so one of the stages of building relationships was storming and storming so so the idea is that yes you have like we have connection right we Mm -hmm. have connection we became friends cool we hang out we do all of these different things we're getting to know each other at a certain point we're going to hit a storm we're going to hit a rough patch. We're going to hit a point where we have an argument. Mm-hmm. It could simply be a conflict. It could simply be an argument, whatever, however big or small. And relationships last better when you can go through the storm. So the idea is, well, when I said it, it was like, you know, because so, some people are not willing to have those conversations to get through the storm. About what happened. About what happened, about how we feel. You know, all of those different, whatever the mm-hmm. communication looks like. Some people will never even sit at the table. Yes. You know, I've had I've had to go back behind myself and try to have conversations with people who didn't want to come to the table. Oh, now you want to talk about it? Like, <laughs> you know? But the idea behind storming is you you get to build a better bond. You get to build a stronger bond because now you've been through that storm together. Mm-hmm. You, you've you learned. And then on top of that, you learned something new about that person. This is how they interact with certain things. This is what they like, especially depending on how effective that communication is in that moment where you discuss it. It's like, I'm making space for you to show up. Now I now I can take you in context. 
Gotcha. But yes, I do enjoy I do enjoy building rapport with people enough to get to a space where we can storm together because I feel like it's not always going to be sunshine, you know, rainbows and flat, like, you know, water mm-hmm. lilies. It's not going to look like a fucking lilies. Disney movie all the time. And if you can, if you can at the very least start the storming process and, and like, you know, dedicate yourself to getting through it, I feel like that's great. That's, that's relationships worth keeping for me. And that's what I like. That's why I like, that's the, the communication practice that I've learned, mm. I guess is, I just never had a name for it is storming because if something goes wrong, we got to figure out what went yeah, wrong. This exactly. way we can identify it when it happens yep. again. Yep. Or we can figure out how to avoid it because now I know not to say this or not to do this. Yes. There's another way of always doing things. Yes. But even shifting the mindset about, around, like, not even just avoiding it, right? But, like, just, just simply learning about it. Like, mm-hmm. learning about each other enough. Because I feel like with avoidance, it, at least I have a negative connotation of it. It's like, oh, it's not something I want to do. But it's necessary right. in, in the process of growth. But when I say avoid, I don't mean like avoiding the situation. Mm. It's just I know I can't approach it like this okay, anymore because this will be the outcome. That makes sense. So if I don't want you to be upset or if I don't want this to be a tense awkward, because we live in awkward. Um, <laughs> All the time. But if I don't want this to be a tense awkward, that means I need to readjust this. Like yes. you um, had expressed the way that you feel when I call you, yes. when I called you aggressive. Yes. So I stopped doing that shit. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Um, and so now it's, I'm not avoiding that word. That I just sense. know that that's a word that's not used in a vocabulary for our relationship. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we have hit the end of our podcast. <laughs> um, I would really like, this is season two. And so what I would really like is for you guys, our listeners, if there's anything that we didn't speak about in season one, this is season three. <laughs> this is definitely no. season three. Can oh, I'm sorry. Yourselves. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Take it out. <laughs> so we've, we have reached the end of our podcast. <laughs> We're at the end. Goodbye. And farewell. Are you, my friend? That's it. That's okay, it. Because okay, I don't okay. want to get sued. Yeah, you're right. We do I'm not, not trying to get sued. We do not owe the rights to this song. Nah. <laughs> big ups to them, though. They was, that was <laughs> the bottom of that, that show. That was my shit right there. Okay, sorry. My bad. My All right. Bad, um, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we're in season two. And so um, what I would love from you guys is if there's anything that we haven't spoken about yet, if there's any topics that you want to hear us talk about, um, I would love for you guys to leave a comment um, and let us know. Definitely subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. What are you doing? What What kind of life are you? Who raised you? Oh, my God. Subscribe now. It wasn't. Look, what's your mama name? Latasha. Oh, I was right. Latasha. Yes, yes. yes. I was like, I don't want to say it out loud. And her mom would be like, she don't know who I am. I can't. But if you have something that you would love for us to talk about, (laughs) please let us know. Um, And uh, we will make it into a a future conversation, possibly. We will consider it. We will consider it. (laughs) We will consider it. We will consider it. Um, so what is your word of encouragement or suggestion for today? Okay, so I'm going to, I have. Want to say two? Okay. Um, I would like to leave you all with the question, right? Uh, or the uh, or the challenge. This is what it is. It sounds better. It's a challenge to ask yourself before you begin t- tense conversations, right? Are you communicating? Am I? So it will sound like, am I communicating to hurt or to help? Mm-hmm. And that will definitely give you a, a different 
perspective when it comes to what you share, how you share it, right? And then the second thing is um, just going to, you know, challenge you to be a little bit more assertive for folks who not who are not a, Sorry, Siri just thought he was about to conversation. <laughs> um, for the folks who may not be assertive or are working to be more assertive, because I think that is a very healthy space to to uh, occupy. Yes. Um, Communication-wise. I am challenging you to tell it all and let people decide what they want to do after that. Tell it all and then let people decide. So we're doing challenges. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have two, two challenges. <laughs> Four challenges minor, for Minor, very simple challenges. Okay. First challenge. Stop telling people don't don't be sensitive. That's facts. Stop gaslighting. Stop, Stop gaslighting. telling people not to be sensitive. That's my first challenge. Hello. My second challenge. Stop telling people to calm the fuck down. I mean, when in the history of calming down has that ever worked? Don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> ever. Even if you're joking and I didn't get the joke, don't be like, it was a joke. Calm down. No, nigga, because now I'm about to hype <laughs> up. I wasn't hyped before. Right. Now I am. Don't tell me to calm down. It's opposite, because eh? half the time when you're telling someone to calm down, they not even hype yet. That's real. That's real. And, and also understanding and, like you're you don't know their level of anger. You don't right. know their levels. And even if someone is hype, don't tell them to calm down. Cause it's never been like, no, you got me effed up. You got me effed up. Calm down. You right. That ain't never worked. Never, baby. So don't tell them to calm down. You might want to tell them to breathe. I tell my students that all, breathe. Take, breathe. Take a deep breath. Take yeah. a deep breath. Yeah, Count sure. back. I, look at me. Look at me. What's happening right now? I'm mad. Why? Try to get them to dissect what's happening. That Yeah, that medical Get them to talk about it. Because if they are going to effectively communicate with you, they have to calm down to effectively communicate. But don't you use the words. Calm down. Having somebody tell me to calm down just makes me want to get fucked. And I think even rephrase. Sorry to like edit You're your fine. thing. But even rephrasing it a little bit like, do you need space? Right. Do you need space? What do you need from me right now? Kind of like, you know, like take ownership over. Because what it really is, is take ownership over how you made them feel just now. You right. You know what I'm saying? I like, understand it, that. In my example, I'm not thinking yeah. of it as you are the cause okay. of it. I'm thinking of like, I don't oh. get jokes. Yeah, that's that. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and people are always like, calm down. I was joking. I wasn't hype. I was confused. No, that's right. But okay, now that yeah. you told me to calm down, I'm mad because I'm not hype yet. Stop it. Or like. I've seen two people going at it and I'm trying to get in in my case I'm trying to get my student. Hey hey, look at yes, me. Yes. What is going on? What is going I'm just me- okay, breathe. Give me 3 deep breaths. Okay. What is going on? Da-da-da. Stop yelling. Yes. Bring your voice down. Now, what happened? Trying to do it that way where I'm not the cause of their hype okay, behavior, but I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you to calm down. Right, calm right, down. Right. No, because and it, it never yeah. works. <laughs> so that's my challenge stop telling people that they're sensitive stop telling people to calm down change that wording change your mm-hmm. vernacular because mm-hmm. in neither one of those instances never have you told somebody to stop being sensitive and they stop being sensitive that's real. never have you told somebody to calm down and they've calmed down find other words that's right. my challenge um thanks for being here thank you we care about you and we're black we women care about you and we're, we're black, black women, women too. <laughs> so okay, bye. Bye.